I want to introduce you to folk music band Draugablik from Sweden. They play songs of Norse mythology, the Viking Age, but more intriguingly, about the Dark Ages also known as the Migration Era, a dangerous time in Europe that helped seed the Vikings, who would appear some 500 years later. Draugablik is a Huno Gothic neo-folk band, and that's in reference to the Scythian-like Huns of Asia and the Goths of ancient Scandinavia. The Gothic tribes split and around half of them banded up with the Huns to bring down the Roman Empire, but that story requires its own episode. Here's a sample of Draugablik's song Serpents in the Mist. The band was also kind enough to let us include the full song with an exclusive not yet officially released music video at the end of this show. You can find Draugablik on any music streaming service, including Spotify and Apple Music. Just search Serpents in the Mist. Be sure to like and follow them on Spotify. Stay tuned after the episode to see the full video, Serpents in the Mist, from Draugablik. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Jeff Harmon. First, I have a couple of announcements. The Forbidden Documentary needs your help. We will continue no matter what with our production, uh, but travel will be limited due to fuel costs and everything else, at least at this time. Anything that you guys can do to help is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to help with a donation, you can go to supportfkn.com. We also have a PayPal link in the description. And anyone that donates $5 or more through supportfkn.com, you're going to get access to Corey Hughes' unseen research for his upcoming book about the JFK assassination. We want to be able to come out across the country and visit with as many of you as possible. So, like I said, anything is greatly appreciated. If you want to help in any other way, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.News. This is also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You're going to find all your favorite podcasts from our community there, like Raised by Giants, Inception, Understanding Propaganda, and many more. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Rockfin is where you get our premium content, as well as all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. You can also create a free account and get access to tons of free content, including all our regular shows. You just go to rockfin.com FKN plus or click the link in the description to sign up. Today I want to welcome back to the show Jeff Harmon. He is a second-generation astrologer and spiritual consultant with over 40 years of experience. 
He offers detailed personal and business readings using Vedic, Nadi, classical, and astrolocation astrology. He's solved many paranormal cases involving haunting dwellings, UFO-related events, and even possession. He has cleared people, homes, and commercial spaces, experiencing negative spiritual attachments, and he has assisted treasure hunters in deciding if, when, and where to dig. He also has patented technologies, and he has performed forensic work as a sound expert in association with many federal, state, and local government agencies. Jeff, welcome back. How you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, man, it's great to talk again. Every time you're on, you share very prophetic information through your understanding of different types of astrology and many years of deciphering reality through it. And it doesn't take long when looking into the connections between reality and the positions of the stars and planets to see how profoundly accurate the connections can be. Now, uh, you were on, I believe, last year, and the changes we've seen have been insane, really. Uh, now, based on what you were looking at, did you see the these events unfolding as quickly and in the ways that they have? Yes, I have to say yes. And, and the reason why, I was just having a conversation this morning with a couple of different people. And yeah, I mean, for years, people have been asking me about the Mayan calendar. They've been asking me about, you know, Nibiru and various other events. And I have always deferred and said, watch out for a 220 forward. Um, and, and I really believe what we're witnessing right now is a very orchestrated planned event or series of events. Um, even this morning, I was reading that the Biden administration purposefully, purposefully uh, omitted. It's the first time since the 50s, and I believe it was either 1953 or 58, since any administration has ever not re-signed or signed the gas and oil leases. And, you know, clearly it's it's not just Biden. It's It's the handlers above him from the top down. There is an orchestrated effort to cripple America. And what's scary about all this is the astrology mirrors it to the T. And I've been warning about this. The United States is going through something known as a Pluto return. Now, for anyone rolling their eyes at the word Pluto or the planet Pluto, um, I always say, you know, dynamite and C4 comes in small packages too. And Pluto may have been demoted by some astronomers and others have put it back in, but it has clearly shown up through hundreds of years of looking at, you know, conjunctions and aspects to have a profound effect on the world. Well, the United States turns 246 years old this year, July 4th, which is exactly three days away. Today is July 1st. So what does all this mean? Well, the statisticians have always said somewhere around the 250-year mark, empires always change. They either rise or fall, or they're destroyed, or some huge transformational effect happens. And that's exactly what's happening to the United States. And COVID was really, I think, well-known that these energy points were coming in. 9-11 happened on the Saturn-Pluto opposition. 
And that was much bigger than just the towers, not to demean that, that whole event because it was horrible, but it also orchestrated the Patriot Act and far, far reaching effects in laws that we'll never fully understand. It changed the world forever, especially air travel. Never again will you run through a, an airport and jump on an airplane. Not going to happen. So it, it instituted far reaching measures in terrorism and in uh, security measures that can be used as a double-edged sword. Then the banks crashed in 2008 and 2009. That was the Saturn-Pluto Square. And it basically federalized all the major financial institutions in this country and had far-reaching effects globally. Now we had the Saturn-Pluto conjunction on COVID. And I really believe these new one-world order people at the top of the pyramid. You know, I, I always quote George Carlin, the comedian, because he was absolutely spot on. Forget the politicians. You have owners at the top of the pyramid. And these are the people who are literally running the financial institutions and controlling the direction of societies. And I can tell you, the United States had a Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, that's different than the Saturn-Pluto, right on the winter solstice of 2020. Well, I don't think we need to talk about 2020. We know what happened. Not only did COVID come in, but we also had a catastrophic change in political direction in this country. And even the ones who didn't think it was catastrophic are now scratching their heads saying, well, it just might be. I also want to emphasize that the United States itself had a Pluto return come in right in February of this year, 2022. The second aspect of the Pluto return comes in on the 10th through 12th of July of this year. That is less than two weeks away. And I think we're going to see effects on this country that are going to be quite alarming. Um, if you want to choke off a country, you choke off its energy. Uh, there is no way this country can just leap to windmills and solar power. If you shut down trains, uh, particularly the trucking industry, there's no railroad tracks going to grocery stores, to pharmaceutical uh, dispensaries, you know, or, or, or um, drug stores, uh, and many other institutions that are critical to operate this country. And I'm hearing from people who run, you know, trucking companies that are saying we can't get parts. The parts are delayed. We can't. We're worried we're going to be able to get deaf fluid. And for anybody listening, deaf fluid is a, a special fluid that's used in all the new diesels. If you run out of that, you got to go reset the computers. I mean, the truck shuts down. So, and I know I have a brother in the construction industry. He just bought, I think, 200 uh, gallons of, of 55-gallon drums because he's, he's being told by guys who are talking to refineries and saying, we may not be able to get this anymore. Um, so, there is an overt attempt and I think right now all is quiet. Just watch what happens if the arteries of this country, which are, again, the transportation industry, the trucking industry, the freighting industry, and, and, and the trains, gets curtailed with having shortages of fuel. You will find that uh, a lot of people won't eat. So they don't have to shut down the power grid 
they're shutting it down in another way by shutting down the arteries. Now, I don't, I don't want to be doom and gloom here, but I, I really see the handwriting on the wall. This is exactly what they're doing. And this is, they're not even being coy about it. They're just being blatantly, you know, affront about it. They're, they're literally denying gas leases. They're just choking off every aspect of the petrochemical industry. And the effects of this are exactly what the astrology shows. Pluto return. This is literally destructive behavior that is going to destroy the infrastructure of this country, or at least bring it to a screeching halt. Um, the final Pluto return here, I can actually show you this. I think you allowed yeah. me to share screens. Um, this is kind of interesting because what I'm about to do is show you the United States chart. Uh, the one that I use is named after Ebenezer Sibley. He was a uh, Mason who was purported to have recorded the time the bells in Philadelphia started ringing about 5, 10 p.m. when they were dipping their pens in the inkwell and signing the Declaration of Independence. And um, <clears throat> what's interesting, this chart is used as the birth chart of the United States. And there are other astrologers who use different ones, but it really wouldn't matter which one we use because we're looking at outer planets. You can see here on the screen right there, February 19th, and that's almost exactly when Putin rolled into Ukraine. It's almost exactly when Biden really was putting the uh, openings of the borders and many things that he instituted behind the scenes the uh, second Pluto return you can see is right there. It's literally about, you can see the little circle with the lineup. That's what astrology uses for something called a conjunction, which is a zero degree joining of a planet to its natal or birth chart position. So you can see July 10th, it's exact. And then the final hurrah is over here, which is right there at about December 22nd. I'm sorry, December 27th. So what this all means in plain English is this country is not going to be here as we know it after this, or it's going to be the phoenix rising out of the ashes. Which one will it be? It leans towards a lot of trouble, but we may end up the phoenix rising out of the ashes. And I only say that because here's another type of astrology. It's known as naughty astrology. And you have to pardon my handwriting here, but uh, this is the United States chart using the Vedic Nadi astrology. <clears throat> and um, you can see here, there's bands around, and this is the Saturn progressions. So not only do we have a second Pluto return coming in here in July, but we also have a progression of Saturn beginning July 4th of this year. Now, people might say, okay, great. What does that mean? Saturn is often associated with karmic energies. Saturn acts a little bit like a capacitor or a water tower. It seems to hold energies that are now ready to come to fruition and release. And it's doing so right over the United States air trine, which is Mars, Venus, Jupiter, and the sun. And it aspects the moon. You talk about power and change. This is it. And I think these New World Order people are making their move. They use astrology. 
I know that because I had a teacher once who told me that he did a lot of astrology for the Rothschilds and others in London, and he did electional astrology for them. And they're very well of the well aware of these cycles. And my opinion is uh, this is going to be a boat ride. You're going to see things happen um, as these delayed effects start dominoing in. And hopefully I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong on this one. But uh, the chart says otherwise. Unless we have some divine intervention or or uh, this war is won at the top of the pyramid. Uh, Thomas Jefferson said it right. He said, if anyone ever gets the power to print our money, they are more dangerous than any standing army. And let me tell you, they did. They got the power to print it particularly when Wilson handed it to him back on the 16th Amendment. And uh, we're seeing that now. The, these guys are literally manipulating. Forget Biden. But Biden, I don't think he's smart enough to tie his shoes if they didn't put it on the I don't even know if he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So the you, earlier you mentioned some key things that this is planned, and this is where a lot of people. My take of it, it is. Yeah. Well, I, 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 be, I believe so too. But this is where a lot of people yep. check out, and they're like, "No way, this can't. Why would they plan this? For what? You know, what's the reasoning?" Uh, and you even said a couple of things that they follow the stars as well. So, do you think that they? Well, they know follow the cycles for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, do they know that either we're going through something as a humanity where we're waking up to their BS and we're, we're coming uh, wanting to become more sovereign as humans? Or is there something else, other reason why they're planning this uh, total kind of uh, depopulation of the planet, this huge event? Well, I mean, clearly, I think this is something that has been transparent for a long, long time. Um, you, you know, there, there's been many documents that have surfaced in the past that talk about, you know, there's there's some called like the Iron Mountain Report. Some of those were of questionable origin, but it, it, it clearly shows that there is an attempt. Communism has existed for a long, long time. And this is exactly what we're talking about. They want to the United States is the final pillar in the global march to create a one world order. If you take the Constitution, which I think was one of the greatest documents ever, ever created in the history of humanity, to my knowledge, at least, uh, where every person of any race, any creed, any color, any gender can do what they want to do. It's, it's built on freedom. And that's uh, even though it has its shortcomings at certain points with all the po political infrastructure, but uh, it, it's, it's a system that really is quite profound. And if that can be taken out of the equation, and there's only one way to do that, and that's make people destitute and broke. So now let me give you a little bit of good news. Um, and I hope this is right as well. I think we're in to a crap storm here that's going to be par excellence. And I think it's just getting going because the effects of it are delayed. You know, you're, you're talking about a huge, it's like a big ship. When you turn it, it doesn't really head in another direction instantly. So here's the possible good news. And I, I do look forward to this. Jupiter in the United States chart by progression, right at the end of the year, starts making a very powerful aspect to the United States, Mercury and Ascendant. If that's true, and I believe it is, my math is right, 
we may see the cavalry ride in at the 11th hour, 59th minute, uh, right at the end of the year, beginning of next. Are you ready to live a more free, healthy, and abundant life? Transform your yard into a food forest and create a system for self-reliance that's easy and enjoyable with our friends at Food Forest Abundance. No matter where you're starting from, you can become more self-reliant. And you can take your self-reliance to the next level by becoming a producer of your own food through growing and foraging. And learn how to turn your property into an income-producing source of economic self-reliance. They can help you get off-grid and learn what systems to employ for food, water, and energy self-reliance. And live abundantly and in full connection with your property and what you produce. Click the link in the description to get started with your very own food forest and have your own sustainable source of livelihood and become self-sufficient with food forest abundance. Just click the link in the description to get started with your very own food forest today. Uh, the problem is there's going to be a lot of damage in between time and it's already happening. Uh, so far, everybody's got gas. They're paying a lot for it. So far, everybody's got food. But if he keeps ratcheting down, which is exactly what's happening, the oil and gas industry, um, we're going to see out and out shortages, not just increased prices. And clearly, uh, the evidence, even this morning, I was reading in the news that um, not only are they walking away and not renewing critical oil and gas leases that have been done for you know literally over a half of a century almost 70 years now or 60 something years but they've also been walking away from other issues and of course we hear they're attacking us on every front look at the border look at the supreme court ruling now you know the stay in mexico things over with they've been destroying food plants they've been yeah, buying up land they're paying farmers to burn food. So we're getting hit on every front. The, the Supreme Court just made a ruling yesterday that was quite profound. And that was they just stripped the EPA's direct power over all these regulations. But Biden's going to counteract that with all kinds of executive orders because he's being told to. So this is a war, I believe, between the globalists and the nationalists. And the question is, who's going to win? I have cast several interrogation charts, interrogations, just so that anyone knows. Interrogation's kind of a strange word that means uh, asking a question. It's very, very simple. And you can see here, I'll put it up on the screen. Interrogation astrology is literally asking a divinational question. Now, what's interesting about this is every time I cast a chart to this effect, it clearly shows divine providence may come in and actually save our butts. I'm actually doing that right now, again, just to clarify. And um, what's interesting is um, I consistently get that something may come in to save us, <clears throat> that um, somehow, some way, there's a lot of forces behind this. I've heard there's a 28-state coalition. Of course, that's not getting any press. Um, the press is panicking 
that the ratings are are down. The only one out there making any sense at all is Tucker Carlson. Um, uh, though I would modify what he says to not just the government, but the owners at the top of the pyramid are who's causing this. But he's putting out some really, really good stuff. The chart consistently shows that we may get saved here by the bell. I, I always love to show this diagram. This is a diagram no matter what your faith or belief is, and I don't want to get into preachy stuff, but we all believe in some higher power, be it God, be it Jesus, Buddha, the man in the sky with the beard, you know, whatever you want to say, all higher power, unless you're an atheist. Well, it's interesting because that's above all creation. And our, they say our souls are created right up here. And this is hundreds of dimensions above what we call the Yetzirahic world. That's a strange Aramaic and Hebrew word that means formation. This is where the galaxies and the rotating you know, amino acid clouds and all this stuff and rotating galaxies are all happening. Hundreds of dimensions below where the souls are believed to be created. So astrology, you have to put it into perspective, is not the be-all, end-all. The celestial influences are exceedingly powerful. And it even talks about this in many ancient texts, particularly the Psalms, the, the ancient biblical texts, and many Chaldean, Egyptian, and Vedantic texts talk about this as well. So it's like the divine operates through this matrix called the celestial influences. Now, we know them as planets and stars and, of course, the sun and the moon and the earth and all that happy stuff, right? Very, very powerful. But there's divine forces above that. And even that is mysteriously able to be played through this matrix we call the celestial mechanics of astrology. And it's far above what any human's ever going to comprehend or any astrologer or psychic, so on and so forth. Not that there isn't a lot of great information gleaned there, but what I like, and if I'm correct, and I hope, I hope my analysis is, this Jupiter keeps showing, even though we've got a lot of really nasty, evil people trying to cause a lot of trouble, and they do. <clears throat> look what they've done through the world wars and look at throughout history. This is nothing new. The United States has an attack upon it that is unprecedented. And it's really treasonous what's happening to our, our whole infrastructure here. But I would also counter that Jupiter, which is always not only the largest planet in the solar system, but it always has a benefic divine influence joining the United States' very powerful water trine and Mercury this December through the beginning of next year really could save our butts. And there are forces that always, like Hitler, Hitler could have taken over the world had some of those scientists stayed there and developed. Just think of what would have happened if Hitler would have gotten the, the, uh, the nuclear weapon. They defected and came here. So very interesting turns of events when you stop and think about things right. and uh, how everything falls. It's often, you know, faded and, the, and the, the divine always has more powerful than the evil. In fact, it is believed, and I believe this is true, that the fallen spirits, you know, usually we get a guy with a suit tie and a microphone telling us about the devil, but it's just a little bit more complex than that. These are known as the fallen spirits. And of course, 
it's not just the devil. It's Lucifer, Satan, Belial, and Leviathan. And those are the westernized names. But if you get into the Egyptian Vedantic Chaldean, especially Chaldean, and the Vedantic, you find the same deities. They just have different names. The stories are almost synonymous. And what's interesting is that these things may actually not only are cast down, but they may be a maybe have been forced to be a part of creation itself. Look at physics. Everything has a positive and negative charge. You have day and night, you have, you know, protons, electrons, you have even shadow and light. Everything on this dimension, at least, has a juxtaposing force. You know, we go fast, got to hit the brakes. So everything has a balancing force. And it's, it's, been said, and I believe it may be true, that these are actually these spirits are actually cast down angels and they are forced. So good and evil is actually a part of this entire structural dimension in the Yetzeratic world, they claim. And uh, they claim there could be 49 parallel universes and 49 subdimensions in each one. And I don't know about you, my friend, but that's way past my uh, comprehension. Yeah, man. And I, I, I really yeah. resonate with what you're saying about how these dark entities are just kind of part of our existence here. Uh, it seems that we're, you know, well, they're forced to be a, a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like whatever we're in, it's, it's for evolution of our consciousness and we can't really grow and evolve spiritually unless we have light and dark to to work with so that seems you know that 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 would make a lot of sense that these guys are part of it and to what you were saying about um this this cavalry or some kind of divine intervention i think we see reflections of possibly that happening and it's been happening on the planet through this mass awakening of people uh i see people becoming more spiritual people i just just talking to one of my best friends the other day who is an atheist and he said he's completely flipped just because of spiritual experience that he had the other day and it was all due to the series of events that's been unfolding that was leading to this and i hear more and more people telling me yeah i'm having these spiritual experiences i'm getting in touch with my spirit guides which i actually have too and all these people just kind of, if not having those experiences, waking up to corruption and lies and things like that in general and becoming more, more curious during these times. So I think sure. that may attest to, you know, the the positive aspects or the cavalry or, or maybe this divine intervention that you're speaking of. Yeah, let's hope. You bet. Let, let's hope. that That's my take. And I keep getting people asking questions because in readings, I'm always doing questions. Like people ask me, is it my best interest to move? And, you know, I always, I, I never tell anybody what to do, but I always tell them what the chart says. And the chart's usually right. Like just a moment ago, I cast a chart, basically, and I'll spare you all the complex details of astrology. You know, are we, are we really going to end up totally destitute? And I keep getting no. I keep getting somehow, some way this is going to be saved. And I think there's a lot of forces. You know, we hear about the branches of the military, but there are secret branches of the military that, I mean, there's underground bases. There is stuff going on that is so advanced here. It is absolutely creepy what's happening. And AI, uh, I know that the military has invested heavily for a long time, not only in AI, but in robotics and unmanned craft, of course, we call them drones, but many types of un unmanned crafts. I mean, it's getting like Terminator and uh, it's not going to stop. And the computing power and the resources that are there is just stunning, 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 stunning. And this is 
the, the people who hold the keys to that kingdom and the ability to print the money, that's where the war is going on. I, I always call Washington, D.C. the district of criminals, and I really don't believe that's where it's it, it's it's certainly could be where it ends up, but the real war is being fought much higher. And I believe that um, there's too many souls here. You know, I've got on the screen here, one of the things that attracted me to Vedic astrology. Vedic astrology is kind of a pop term. In fact, a friend of mine, Chakrapani, who many people may have heard of, he was a pretty famous uh, Vedic astrologer who came out of India. He's the one who coined that phrase. He, back in the 60s, he said, you know, Americans are never going to figure out what Jyotisha means, so we'll call it Vedic astrology. So, and he was right. It was a good name. Um, but the real name of it is Jyotisha. Jyotisha actually means the science of the spirit and the soul. And it was, you know, I kind of added spirit in there, but it truly is. Um, it, it attracted me. I was actually a skeptic of astrology. Back in the 70s, my mother introduced me to it. She, she uh, was pegging the girlfriends to the T. And I said, wow. I said, that's not mother's intuition, is it? And she, she smiled. She goes, oh, I got their chart. I said, what do you mean I got, you got their chart? And she says, uh, well, I've got their birth chart. And, and I'm also looking at interrogations. And I said, come on, that stuff doesn't work. And uh, she smiled. And she said, well, you know, before you knock it, give it a shot. My mom was pretty smart. She was actually in hemodialysis and was a very uh, wonderful nurse and specialist who later went on to almost become a nurse practitioner, I think, right before she died. She was uh, had, had cancer. But anyways, long story short, I got into it. And uh, I was pretty amazed. Well, when I cracked into the world of Vedic astrology or Jyotisha, I was even more blown away because modern astrology looks at, you know, your sun sign. Everybody runs around and says, oh, I'm a Pisces, I'm an Aries. And I always say, no, you're not. You're a spiritual being having a physical experience. And prior to the 1700s, nobody called you a Pisces or an Aries. All the old astronomers were astrologers. Galileo, Newton, all these different people, they were all totally into astrology, as we call it today, but it was called astronomy. In fact, they actually had the astrological texts were called books on astronomy. So that's why I like Vedic astrology and the ancient stuff is because it's not getting into all this airy-fairy symbolism. Not that some of the stuff in modern astrology isn't good, but they were using astronomy to prove an interactive consciousness with human life as souls on earth. And it's actually quoted right in the Bible. What well, one of the um, uh, most prolific astrologers, and one of my favorite from the 11th century, was Rabbi Ibn Isra. He, uh, Isra, is all over the Bible in commentary. He's one of the main commentary uh, commentators in, in the Psalms. So, and he talked about this. He talked that, yes, astrology is exceedingly accurate on the lower portions of the soul, the conscious mind, and the mundane world. But it can never have an effect on the upper soul, the divinity of the spirit and the soul, and nor can it have a direct effect on the upper divinity of the direction of the world. And that I, I truly believe. And so that, that really separates the modern love, light, and clueless astrology to the ancient wisdom of divinity working through the celestial heavens. So a whole different perspective. Right. Yeah, it definitely is. Now, I want to get your take on the different directions that 
we see that these agendas are probably desiring to push us into, like a technocratic state, um, oh. something like a, um, a social credit system, and plugged into something like the metaverse to where we are merged with technology. It's something that they want us to plug into and probably just stay there forever and suck our life out of us. But these are desired probably outcomes uh, that these these elite globalists want after a series of you know depopulation events. But it does not seem like people are going along with the agendas. Um, it seems like we, the uh, free thinkers, people who have uh, a good head on their shoulders, who understand that what's going on behind the agendas. To me, it seems like we're the majority. We'll never find out through the mainstream. We'll never find out through the media, through what they're telling us on the news. But I talk to a lot of people. I talk to other content creators. I talk to other independent media, and they sure. talk with a lot of people. And from what I'm understanding, we're the majority. And that's that makes me very hopeful yep. as well for the future just to see that aspect. Yeah, you're right. And look at the ratings right now on many yeah. of the networks. They're, they're not dismal. They're horrible. I mean, the, yeah. the only ratings they're getting are the people doing the ratings. You know, I mean, it's pretty bad. It's it's really dismal. And I think, you know, wh what they're doing is so drastic right now. It's so over the top that it's actually blowing up in their faces. You know, uh, the Supreme Court making that ruling on the EPA, that was no small deal. See, Franklin Roosevelt had put in a, in his new deal, he put in all these like alphabet soup agencies that would have control and put a noose around the American energy's um, whole regulatory system. And that, that was utilized by many presidents, particularly um, Jimmy Carter used some of that, but more importantly, Obama had his clean air act and he came in and just shut stuff down. Well, Trump released a lot of that. And then uh, Biden has just been rubber stamping and just going after us. Well, what the Supreme Court just did yesterday morning will also have a long-term effect. It's going to take time to take, take effect, but it's putting Congress back in the seat of having to literally adjudicate whether or not these regulations are legal. You just can't have the EPA. This is the same game they're playing with the WHO right now. The WHO, they want to give sovereign power of every nation to it so that they can literally say, oh, well, you know, you've got COVID, so put a face diaper on mm -hmm. and get your mm -hmm. and and we usurp all the laws of the land in any country. And of course, Biden tried to put that through, but that's kind of in the balance right now. That's scary stuff. And that's going along with exactly what you're saying. And it also goes along with the astrology I was citing earlier, the Pluto return. The United States is either going to be altered forever or it's going to be the phoenix rising out of the ashes. Never before have we had the confluence of energies coming together. And um, <clears throat> it's, it's really powerful right now. And I don't think anyone listening, whether they believe astrology or not, would disagree that we are at a crossroads unlike we've never seen. And I think the effects of it are far greater uh, down the line than we're seeing right now. And this is going to make these midterm elections become even more critical. They know what's coming. What I'm concerned about is this July through October, 
there could be false flag events. You're going to see the border be stampeded. God only knows by who and what. I mean, look at the fentanyl coming over the border. There's people dying. Look at the city streets right now. They have implanted district attorneys and governors who are paid to do what they're doing. I mean, this is a top-down thing. When someone walks up and says, here's a half a billion dollars, you know, you do what we tell you, and you got tax-free money in your Swiss bank account. You don't do what we tell you, we'll kill your family. And this is exactly the forces. This is worse than the mob, because you've got the people literally who are in control of the power systems, the DOJ, the Department of Injustice, the Federal Bureau of Idiots. I mean, not, not that these aren't great agencies, but they're being manipulated to a great extent to uh, look in certain directions and not in others. And um, clearly, we're seeing a manipulation uh, that we've never seen before, and it's far more dire than meets the eye. I mean, look at the people getting killed. I mean, you turn on the news, every city. It's mayhem. It's like escape from New York. And then they're not doing anything about it. I talked to police officers who are catching people. Um, and they said, they're out they're on the street at five o'clock. He said, he said, what are we doing here? You know, it's, it's crazy. And why else would this happen? This is a very, very well orchestrated and well-funded effort. Will it succeed? I get and I hope I'm right. I'm going on the line here. I get no. And may, may that be right. Um, I get ultimately the backlash is going to be powerful. They underestimated one thing about America and that people in this country have the human spirit of being free. And, you know, in China, why, look at China. The, the, the government comes along and tells them to start a factory or funds them to get a factory. In America, someone built a factory or opened a business because they wanted to. That was their dream. So you have human spirit behind that. You don't have hu human spirit behind communism. You have what you're told to do. That breaks human spirit. That's why I think they've underestimated this country because the human spirit is too strong here. And that always wins. Yeah, I think That's you're absolutely says. right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and one of the things that they've tried and attempted to do uh, and failed as an example, uh, using one of the things you said, like staged events and false flags, is to disarm Americans. And it seems that no matter how hard they've tried to do that, it's not going to work. And that's one of the other huge advantages that we have in this country against a, um, a uh, tyrannical government, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what's interesting is the astrology is showing. I always like an astrology to the road. You know, when you get in your car and you go down the road, let's say you're going to go to some destination. You're going to go to the grocery store, wherever you're going to go, right? Go visit somebody. So that's your goal. So that's like life. Okay. We all have our respective desires and goals, et cetera. But we're going to be influenced by the traffic on that road. We're going to be influenced by the vehicle we're driving. That's like astrology. Those are the influences, but it's not the spirit and the, and the intent of the goal and consciousness. So this is what America's going through right now. It's getting punched. It's getting really, really punched. And they're, they're throwing wet blankets on top of every sector of this country's functionality. And then the Fed is coming along with a fire hose, wetting that down to make sure the flame's really out. And that's by raising the interest rates. Now, they're, they're smart. They, these guys are really, really smart. But you can see if you look and take it 50,000 feet up and look down, 
This is not Washington. This is the people flowing the money down in here uh, that's buying off the politicians. And it's always been that way. You know, many people talk about the swamp and the you know deep state and the industrial military complex, but nobody talks about the forces funding all of that. It's all coming from somewhere, you know, and this is the bankers at the top of the pyramid. And uh, I'm not so sure it's not intertwined with a lot more forces than we know. Uh, there's very mysterious stuff going on on this planet yeah. and a lot of mysterious stuff going on underground and above us. And um, there are a lot of forces at work here. Now, you mentioned earlier it's kind of like the globalists versus the nationalists. And I do see that there are competing factions at the top to have control over humanity. Um, and it doesn't seem like either one of those really has uh, humanity's interest in mind. It's just, uh, you know, a type of uh, top-down system that's going to be perpetuated unless it crumbles, which it seems that it, that's going to be inevitable in some way. The system is not sustainable, especially our economic systems. Uh, what do you see about our economy and the dollar based on astrology in the future? Good question. You know, one of the things that most of the ancient astrologers would look at is something called the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction. Now, many people in astrology say, well, that, you can't go by that. That happens every 20 years. Well, they're right. It does. But the ancients knew from the flood of Noah forward, and there's a lot of mysterious stuff about that flood of Noah, which I, you know, even the uh, geologists say definitely seems like it happened. There was what we call a great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in the very first degree of Aries. So this happens just sort of a thousand years every thousand, every 960 something odd years. It's not exact, but it's close. Got to remember years are not linear to cycles, synodic cycles in astrology. So the last great one that we had was the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. Now think about this. We were riding around on horses and, you know, padding it on foot for a long, long time. Let's, let's put it that way, at least a couple thousand years, even though I agree with some of the Tartarian stuff that there may be a lot more secret stuff that ha is happening behind the scenes. But in general, the general populace of the Western world and, and the Eastern worlds were pretty much using sails and, and animals to, to hoof it around on. So all of a sudden, in the 1700s, this country gets created, and then we hit the Industrial Revolution. We explode from, you know, four, four hoofs to, you know, machines that are now doing, you know, hundreds of miles an hour, thousands of miles an hour, some of them, you know, that, that they don't talk about in the military. And um, long story short, we have now just on the winter solstice of 2020 entered into a very high-tech revolution. Some people would call that the psychozoic age or the age of, uh, high, you know, it, it, it's clearly a very high-tech era. Uh, some astrologers are purporting we're in the Aquarian age. I don't believe that. I, I do say it happened in tropical Aquarius, which is an air sign, which rules technologies. And it also means that we're going to start seeing life come like the Jetsons here uh, in the next uh, probably 10 to 20 years. And I think these globalists used this and knew this, and they're trying to force 
a new energy sector down our throats that doesn't work by turning off the one that does work. And I, I, again, these guys are really smart. They, they, they saw the window here and I think they're shoving it in there. Um, that's my opinion. Anyhow, uh, based on everything I see now, and will they succeed? No. Where do you Ultimate. see the, the links between uh, occultism and these uh, ritualistic practices that they're doing at the top and what the desired outcome they want with transhumanism and all these things that are linked to that? I, I really think it's, it's intertwined with a lot of demonic energy. I really do. And, and here's, here's why I, I believe that. I mean, literally... Some of these cults, and I've had a lot of clients who have come to me, hey, I'm in this secret society, and some really weird stuff going on with magic. And I'm like, yeah, get out of there, because this stuff is exceedingly dangerous. And the spirits want nothing better than to destroy the human race. You know, one of my favorite diagrams to show, they, they, this big, thick, dashed line here is kind of the demarcation between what psychology and psychiatry might call the conscious mind below here. <clears throat> Above this big, thick, dashed line is what we might call the so-called subconscious mind. But a better metaphor might be this below is the present personality. <clears throat> and there's a really interesting story about this that is supported in several ancient texts. One in particular, um, they say that literally a guardian angel attaches the spirit, psyche, and soul to the embryo at conception by silver cord, not at birth, at conception. And that period of gestation, which for most children, somewhere between nine months, give or take a little bit, right? And they say when the water breaks, the uh, angel actually times that with the celestial influences to where first breath is when the spirit, psyche, and soul is permanently tied to the body for the duration of life. Now, what's interesting about that is the lower conscious mind, which psychology likes to call our conscious mind, uh, is really got very specific labels in some of these ancient texts. One in particular is an Aramaic Hebrew text. They call it the nefesh, which is a strange word for your conscious mind. And it's like silly putty. This is where mind control can go on. This is where you can influence people, indoctrinate people, tell them, you know, this, this, this is a bad person. Go kill them, you know, uh, in, in wars, et cetera. So uh, not that there sometimes isn't just wars, but um, our lower conscious mind is very malleable. It's very, very impressionable. And that is a good thing. And it can also be a dangerous thing. Well, the spirit is just above that. And, you know, no matter how advanced medicine gets, when the physical body quits working, and of course we call that death, the spirit, psyche, and soul will vacate the body. Well, that's interesting because Saturn seems to be the planet, which is almost like a very complex hard drive. I, I always say, forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus. The more I studied this ancient astrology, the more you start to see this might truly be a matrix for the soul on this particular planet. And there's something much, much deeper going on here because everything, I don't care if you're talking plant, mineral, animal, or human kingdoms, everything has a finite existence, some much longer than humans. But 
everything starts out as a beginning, a seed, an embryo. It grows, it matures, it atrophies, and it dies. Nothing escapes that, nothing. And it's very, very interesting because if you don't put spirit, psyche, and soul in the equation, you're, you're, you're totally missing it. We're not just these meat suits biologically with hearts pumping. That's not all we are. Consciousness is not localized to the body. And that's been proven by many, many, I think, scientific analysis. And um, particularly some of the more advanced psychiatrists, Dr. Wicklin comes to mind, Dr. Edith Fiore, uh, Dr. Um, uh, Fry. There's so, so many of them that have documented cases and um, I myself have experienced this, where literally the spirits want to keep this whole knowledge suppressed. They want you obedient workers. They want you to not think about spirituality, but think about, you know, all the physical lower vices of the world. And not that they're not pleasurable and fun, and we all want them and enjoy them. But when you think about this, it's a suppression of divine consciousness is what it is. And when you go back to what's happening in the world and what has happened in the world, this is clearly, in my opinion, what's going on. And it's always yeah. going on. Yeah, man. It's uh, th that, that's some very, uh, very astute observations and connections there. Uh, now, as far as the nature of, the spiritual realm and reality, I think there is a not only a suppression on both ends, I think that those at the top try and suppress uh, spirituality as well, but I think they're all also trying to morph it into something that it isn't to get us to go to this transhuman age. I think that a good way to do that is with the UFO phenomena, and I think that that's what they're exactly what they're doing with this, with the UAPs and the the threats from you know the skies mm -hmm. and everything that they're starting to put out in the mainstream and the, these Pentagon uh, type of uh, departments that they're coming out with to to assess the UAP threat. Well. First of all, I think that most of the stuff they're showing us is ours. It's 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 their technology. It's their advanced craft that they came up with. And second, I don't think that aliens and extraterrestrials are at all what they want us to believe they are. I think it's much more of a, a spiritual phenomenon. And I want to get your take on that, too. Well, I don't know that I have one. I mean, that's a really complex subject. I, I think there's a lot of amalgams of extraterrestrial and, and and angelic forces and demonic forces. I mean, clearly there's stuff going on here. I've talked to guys in the military. I, I was actually on a couple of occasions hired to do work with remote viewing groups, actually a few of them. And uh, we did studies on targets and celestial phenomena. Like does a remote viewer in the military have any detrimental effect at certain times when certain celestial influences, meaning astrology, happened? And the answer was unequivocally yes. It was affected by the person doing the remote viewing, and it was also affected by the influences of where the Earth's rotation was, fixed stars, aspects of the lunar. There's a lot of mysterious stuff here going on with this planet. And I think, you know, uh, when you look into the some of the issues going on with the moon and uh you know other other things there's some very mysterious stuff here happening there's no question that uh there's a lot of disinformation and there's also a lot of paranormal phenomena that's going on and a lot of it 
might be interdimensional stuff. And I, I really believe the government knows a lot more than they're telling us. That's why I say there's a secret layer to this whole upper echelon that's far above anything we know what's going on. Um, you know, I don't want to say things because certain people can't, but I've heard stuff that's going on in underground bases. I've heard mm -hmm. stuff that, and many people have heard this stuff, um, where, you know, look at e Elon Musk owns one of the large, largest boring machine companies in the world. You know, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's like Swiss cheese underneath us. And there's yeah. all kinds of lore that um, there are ancient forces and, you know, different angelic forces and cast down interbred forces that are involved here. And we are very much kept away from this reality. They want us focused over here. And, um, you know, one of the things I always like to, to, to go back to is we've all had someone, a pet or a person who's died in our lives. Does anyone take anything with them? No. And what happens to all this consciousness that each human being has? It doesn't go away. You know, and, and some of the ancient texts prove that. The, the Vedic astrology, in my opinion, proves literally that we keep coming back here for a number of times until there's a certain point reached of karmic dissipation and experience. It seems to be an amalgam of both and no one really understands it fully, but clearly there's something far greater going on here with these experiences we all have. You know, just recently I had uh, my, my, my favorite dog I've ever had. Her name was Shelby. You can see her on the screen and she just passed away. And I was very sad. You know, a lot of people have animals and they, they feel that. And uh, what happened was, um, I, I did a little meditation for her. And right after that, she actually came to me and she was all around me. And I mean, it was so vivid. It was so amazing. And many people have had loved ones pass away. You know, we, you know, I always tell people, go watch the movie Ghost. That's a, a great dramatic depiction. But um, there are, is so much evidence that we are not these physical meat suits we call bodies. Uh, they're very important to be sure. But all the great ancient astrological texts were they truly were aware of what this matrix of astrology is said these vessels are here meaning these bodies are here for us to comport out to the physical world I, I, in some ways a modern way to look at it might be our bodies are the keyboard mouse and screen you know that that allow us to comport out to this three-dimensional and multi-dimensional world and it's temporary nothing ever stays the same and um that that's why you know, I'm always blown away in readings how accurate the angels that rule the ascending degree are. Um, when I find someone's birth time to be exact, um, it's it's really amazing how accurate that angel that rules. See, they, they actually say the eastern horizon is where spirit becomes manifest. And that's why many astrologers look at the ascendant. It's spirit manifest at first breath. And that print we're, we're like super complex tuning forks that are tuned to the energies and vibration of our soul. And the celestial influences seem to be the imprint of that. And it's far more complex than I think any of us will ever understand. It's, it's very multidimensional. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that these planets are multidimensional 
almost like switches that are yeah. working through the upper dimensions. That's very, very powerful. Yeah, it seems almost like a circuit board at times. Very interesting stuff. Uh, I want to get your take on this. I've had plenty of uh, brilliant researchers that have different opinions on the possibilities that we might be overdue for a, a massive cataclysm. The, the you know <clears throat> evidence that we've had some even closer in our ancient past than than we've been told. That we've been reset multiple times and have complete amnesia as humans as to what was actually occurring in our ancient past before these cataclysms and the nature of some of these cataclysms and there's some that believe that we're overdue and possibly those at the top these elites that we're discussing they know this and that might be this may be some kind of preemptive actions that they're taking to kind of prepare themselves for this massive cataclysm that's on the way i just want to get your thoughts on that i i gotta say the one the cataclysm i'm seeing more right now is a movement of these globalists against the nationalists. I, I can't really see any kill shot from the sun now. I could be wrong. And, and I think people have to be very careful with those predictions. Um, I, I remember in 1977, a friend of mine owned a theater and he said, Jeff, you got to come with me. You got to see this movie. So we went in and we saw the late great planet Earth. And if anybody remembers that movie, it was with Orson Welles. And of course, he had his thunderous, you know, very well orchestrated narration. And when I walked out of the theater with him, I said, my God, I said, if this is all true. Of course, these were Nostradamus interpretations. I said, we're not going to be here after 1985. You know, thousand mile an hour winds, axis tips, you know, nuclear war. I mean, it was all there. It was just like, oh my God, you know, yeah. well, let me pinch myself. It's 2022. We're still here. Mm -hmm. You know, I, those things, I, I really got to say, I'm very humble and cautious to predict anything like that. Um, there are secrets to that stuff in the yugas that the Vedic astrologers knew, where there was literally galactic cycles of um, 250 million years. And these kinds of things absolutely happen. So I'm not here to say that it couldn't. But, you know, I, I, I could, if I had a dollar for every time I heard Los Angeles was going to fall in the ocean, I'd be yeah, rich. Right. Um, but it, and it hasn't. And I keep getting, again, there's divine, there's too many souls here having a physical experience. I think the, the access tip will come when enough souls of this wave have passed through. Um, it's very interesting because... Uh, we hear this ancient lore about how the ancient saints and the prophets used to live for hundreds and hundreds of years. And that may absolutely be true, in my opinion. And one of the, the I think, documents that uh, supports that is some of the ancient Chaldean stuff and, and Egyptian. But <clears throat> the angularity of the earth and even to the flat earthers, I still say you've got a sun and moon alert earth alignment where we have eclipses, where the lights are eclipsed. And the nodal points, which astrologers call the North Node and South Node, in Vedic astrology, they're known as Rahu and Ketu. These are very interesting because every time I see someone exiting the physical body, meaning death, these are associated in some very special way. Um K2, which is the moon's south node, when it goes over Saturn with certain progressions, it's very specific, and it's not simple, um, we will exit the body at the same time when 
the north node aspects Jupiter. So Jupiter is known as the life breath force of the soul. See, again, when you get into Vedic astrology, you start seeing that this isn't just a bunch of planets and signs and houses and, and sun sign stuff, that it's literally a matrix of the journey of the soul and the cycles are just stunning in it. And uh, I think today it's more exciting than ever because now with Zoom, I have clients who can record these sessions and they're, mm. you know, it's a lot of information. But when they see these cycles, I, I can't tell you how many people uh, I'll say, well, geez, what happened to you at this age? Or, you know, did something happen here or there? And they're like, oh my God, it's exactly when, you know, dad left or, or when so-and-so, uh, this event. And even in my own life, I'm just stunned at it. And you go, okay, well, is this fate? Is this predetermined? Or is it just energy? And it certainly experiences the soul or spirit, or you could say our consciousness may have had free will choice, but it went the way that it went because of that amalgam. And these nodal positions of the earth, meaning the angularity of the earth, uh, NASA puts us at about 23.44 degrees. That's why we have seasons, right? So we, we know the sun appears to go south in the winter, gets cold if you live in the northern hemisphere, and of course, opposite in the southern. And then uh, in the summer, it gets very hot like it is now <clears throat> for us here in the north because the sun appears to go north. <clears throat> well, that all happens because it's, it's a fancy word called the obliquity of the ecliptic, which is just a fancy term for the earth is sitting at this angle. Well, that's also why the moon and the earth align with the sun and darkens what we call eclipses. Well, these eclipse points will change if we get an axis tip. When might that happen? I personally can say I don't know. And the reason I don't know, and I don't believe that anybody's going to fully call it, even though the magnetics are racing around, and it certainly is squirrely right now. Even the aviation industries had to change their uh, GPS coordinates. But <clears throat> I think it's going to be determined by when a certain amount of souls have completed their journeys here on this planet. If you think about time, time's a total illusion. I mean, the rotation of the Earth on its axis one day is simply a day, right? The sun isn't rising and cumulating and setting. It's us rolling around on our axis. Um, a year is just a cycle around the sun. And of course, a month is illumination. And even to the skeptics, <clears throat> look at the cycles the moon causes in menstruation in women and in the tides and so many things in plant life and, and fluids, even in the body. It's amazing. So the, the moon is always the alchemical mixer or co-mixer of spiritual energy. They actually say the moon is the crucible and the sun is the seed. So it's very mysterious stuff here that's going on with the whole celestial mechanics. And I think if we get these cataclysms, they're going to be precipitated, that's my opinion at least, by uh, a completion as happened on a, a whole mass wave of souls and literally God's only going to know when that happens. That, that's my right. take. Cause I've, I've seen too many predictions, you know, Jesus is coming next week at three yeah. 31 AM. Give me a hundred bucks. And I'll get you a good seat. Never happens. You know, I mean, it'd be nice if it did, but um, you know, there's just been too many predictions and erroneous interpretations of Nostradamus. It's sexy to do, you know, uh, predictions on it, but <clears throat> they often never, ever come through. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the astrology has been very accurate. And I, I, I'm a skeptic, actually. I, I only go by, okay, what worked? And I can tell you, these Pluto returns, 9-11 happened. I'll never forget saying to Camille, I, I said, something's going to happen here. <clears throat> and sure enough, ba-boom, the towers down, they came like sparklers. And um, the banks crashed in 2008-9. And look at what's happening to our country right now. The Pluto returns. <clears throat> this place is really getting the crap kicked out of it, much worse than we are full. Many of the older people are very aware of this. Guys that I talk to who own companies, <clears throat> trucking companies, manufacturing companies, they're scratching their heads going, you know, the engines are cut, folks. We're heading right into that train over there called disaster with no landing wheels. And um, and, and Biden is, is being orchestrated and all the people in his revolving door behind him are doing everything to just shut it down. And uh, the question is, you know, will the astrology be right and we get saved at the 11th hour by the fire truck? And uh, I, ho I hope my uh, calculations are right and we do. Yeah. Boy, if we don't, we're in big trouble. We're yeah. in big trouble. I think we definitely need to work on saving ourselves in the meantime uh, as well. Uh, let's let's close on this. Let's close on where do you see after Pluto return in the near future, in the next five to you know five or so years? Where do you see the astrology taking us? Well, the, the United States looks like it's. It, I do see some kind of a major financial reset. The United States, if if it turns, I mean, people have told me in the oil industry, we got enough oil sitting in the Dakotas to run this place between two and 500 years alone, just the shale oil, let alone all the other resources in Alaska and other parts of the country. I mean, and, and there are advanced technologies they could release. They're not releasing them. You know, I mean, if they could, we'd be in a different place. But I, I according to this, if this is correct, we could see a major change in the political systems here where we actually see what many have been touting was going to happen the last couple of years um, over the next 12 years is what I see. See, Jupiter, if it, if it aligns here like I think it's going to, this could be a powerful time where technology... Uh, is put more in service humanity of humanity. I think we're always going to run the danger and always have just like nuclear weapons that any new advanced technologies can always be nefariously used. And yet mysteriously, we have not seen since World War II the usage of nuclear weapons in any mass way other than testings. And it's, I've heard that call it extraterrestrial, call it what you want. But a lot of people in the military have said, we've seen light orbs around things, and then they don't work afterwards. We're replacing circuit boards. So there is a lot of forces protecting the, the divinity of this planet. And as far as this country goes, <clears throat> if, if this is correct, and these energies light up like I think they're going to, we could see a major turn of events here that actually is positive. Uh, there's too many people that love their children and grandchildren, and they can see where this is going to go. And uh, between the next 10 or 12 years, we could actually see some real positive rebirth and growth here in this country, uh, if, if this calculation is right. I just think we're in a, in, 
just an insane asylum right now. And it's, it's going to continue to the point where people get so fed up that uh, action is taken. And uh, I think we're right there. I really do. I think we're really cr- clearly right there right now. And uh, we're, we're going to see where this all goes. As far as cataclysms, I can't call that one. I mean, again, if I had a dollar for every time I heard the sun was going to you know, wipe us out and the power grid was going to be bad and you know nibiru was coming and the sky was going to rain with seventy thousand pound you know meteors and it never seems to happen and 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 you gotta say there's something divine really protecting this little planet um not that cataclysms don't happen They, they 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 certainly do we have more than enough evidence of that i just don't see anything immediately on the radar screen i could be wrong and i i hope you know i'm right but um I don't see anything immediately on that front. I see this much more on a front of dangers of war, dangers of false flags, dangers of economic collapse and restructure and extreme shortages. If these guys aren't stopped, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, t- to end on something hopeful as well, I do see a lot of us, a lot of us individuals that are preparing, just like you said, for the crumbling of the system and starting their own businesses, starting their own entertainment, starting their own podcast, starting their own sustainable communities, and just getting ready for if this system collapses, they'll have something. They'll have something as a new foundation for maybe a, a new world that we can and start growing off of. And that really, that really gives me the most hope to see that people are actually doing those things. Yeah, I, I think what the Supreme Court just did, getting out of the way and taking the tentacles of the EPA off of, of the energy industry is really important. You know, when you choke off uh, uh, society's energy sources, especially ones that work, I mean, granted, you know, is, is you know, petrochemical products right? Uh, no, they might not be the best, but they're going to be around for a long time. I mean, you know, a lot of people say it's fossil fuels. Well, guess what? Uh, there's pretty overwhelming evidence that oil is not fossil. It may be algaic in some type. Um, I've actually heard several different scientists say we know that the oil fields that were drained 70, 80 years ago are mysteriously back full again. Well, why would that be? Well, because it's an organic process of the earth, much like algae. And that's quite mysterious. So, you know, they're, they're trying to convince us it's all dinosaurs and, you know, decayed, uh, you know, seashells. I'm not buying that one. Uh, And there's too many scientists, very knowledgeable ones who are saying that, of course, others don't, but um, there there's, it's a very, I mean, it's a good energy source and uh, we have done a lot. I remember coming out to Los Angeles in the late seventies, early eighties, and it was smoggy. It was really bad, but look at the pollution things that have been put into effect. And, you know, again, some of the hybrid stuff is, is really heading in the right direction, but just going totally electric may actually cause more pollution right now than sticking with the petrochemical products. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I, I, that's what I see on the radar screen right now is we getting through this year and next, and it's going to take a lot of, you know, healing and opening up the spigots again to, to get this place back online, because right now they got us heading on a, a 
head-on collision with a train called disaster if it's not changed. And I, I really think um, this is going on at the top of the pyramid. I really, really do. And uh, that's that's what the polluter return indicates is unprecedented changes. And in order to have the phoenix rise out of the ashes, sometimes you got to have a little ashes. And I hope the ashes aren't too too formidable. But uh, from what I see, we again, we may see some real uh, good outcomes, you know, after the fallout. These guys are going to pull all kinds of stuff between now and, and this fall. And I don't trust them. And I don't trust the pandemics. That seems to be one of their main weapons of choice. But I wouldn't rule out that they try and get a war going, particularly with this whole situation in Europe. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I think that that's one of the desired outcomes, and like you said, we've got, we've got different uh, sort of timelines that we can go down, and hopefully, we'll we'll go down the the ones where we are the phoenix rising from the ashes. That's what yeah, I look forward to, and that's, that's why. Yeah, Jeff. Well, thank you so much. This was fantastic, as usual. Before well, you head out, you. Yeah. let everybody know how they can book a session, your website, social media, all that good stuff. You bet. Yeah, the, the best way is uh, Jeff at JeffHarman.com. That's H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Um, just Jeff and JeffHarman.com at JeffHarman.com. But yeah, that's always the best way in. And um, it works pretty well. So yeah, Perfect. well, you know, hang in there. I think uh, everyone's intentions and meditations has a, a great uh, intention too. We're, we emit elementals out of the third eye chakra. Anyone familiar with uh, Dr. Emoto's work who I think left us, of course, he's gone now, but he left us with something very simple and yet exceedingly intelligent that proves thoughts are literally things. They're etheric energy. And uh, these permeate not only our aura, but mass consciousness has a huge effect on, I think, uh, many things in the world. And, um, you know, there's too many people here for them to just hurt us all together and wipe us out. They'd like that, but I don't think that's going to work. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, once we get past the turmoil, we're headed for much better times. That's Jeff what I think, too. Yes, man. Thank but, you but so much. But in the meantime, <laughs> this is a great time to bolt down the hatches because I think this is going to be a little boat ride, and I hope I'm wrong. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. All right, Jeff, this was fantastic. We will definitely be doing this again in the future. We'll get some more All updates. right. You bet. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Till next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. of his ancestors and the temples of his gods. <laughs>